Happy New Year. As we finish this holiday season, it's now back to the grind. Every year around this time, there's a great government agency who's always waiting to hear from us whether we want to hear from them or not. Yes, to some of us, we're happy to hear back from them quickly. And for others, well, we know they're great people just trying to do their jobs. But let's just say we're less enthusiastic about getting that certified letter in the mail. Here at Always Real Talk, we bring in the top tax experts to go over the do's and don'ts, as well as to give advice on the new tax laws passed by Congress. Beverly Winstead is the founder and managing partner of the law firm Beverly Winstead LLC, specializing in tax resolution for those of us who receive that certified letter in the mail, along with estate planning, sports, and entertainment law. She also teaches tax law as a professor at the University of Maryland. She is the first woman of color to serve as chair of Maryland State Bars Association tax section. She also was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2015 at Bowie State University. She has been on, let's say, three CIAA Women's Championship basketball teams, and she's also received a 40 Under 40 award in the United States National Bar Association in 2018. I am glad to have in the studio with us today Beverly Winstead. Well, Beverly, welcome to Always Real Talk. It's good to have you in the studio with us. Thank you so much for having me. I know we talked about me coming down here for, you know, some time. So it's great to have the opportunity to finally get down here and see you, Kwame. What are the top couple of issues that you see that's going, that's taking place now during tax season? Okay, well, first of all, I want everybody to know that tax season officially opens January 27th. Good. Have you started to get calls already regarding this tax season? Oh, absolutely. So I think the confusion, not only in addition to the government shutdown, right. remember one of the things that President Trump was touting was that he was going to save Americans money. People were saying they filed their taxes thinking that, you know, there's a possibility that it should be structured this way. And then it, it was different. Is that what kind of happened? It was a lot of confusion last People year. People are talking Upset. about They're talking about it right now. They're yeah, like, yeah. hey, how did I owe money? I never owed money before. Now I owe money. Uh, was it the new tax law? I was supposed to be saving money. Have you found uh, from your clients, in most part, are people, you know, paying less or uh, paying more to the IRS than they were previously before this law was passed? Well, I'll say, you know, it definitely depends. One of the advantages of working with a tax advisor is people. It's interesting because I've, I had someone on the show and they were saying that it was, I guess, in December and they need to go spend some money, right? Mm -hmm. So they need to go buy equipment. They needed to go buy vehicles for their business. They needed to go buy things to get that money out there to be spent on their business so they don't have the tax liability, uh, of course, as uh, 2018 came to a close. Now, you've been doing this for a while. You're one of the best that's out there. What, what advice would you give an individual that is thinking about being an S-Corp come 2019 or being an LLC? Because everyone's creating these LLCs. They're not clear what the laws are saying, especially the new laws regarding the LLCs. What advice would you give some business owners that are soon-to-be entrepreneurs? Okay. That's about to get in, in the line of business because they always get caught at the end of the year yeah, not uh, understanding that. All right, so we're in 2020, we're right? in 2020. And as we go to 2020, I think a lot of people are really focused on um, trying to get their life in order. And finances impact a lot of people's life choices and their ability to actually live a happy life. But if you're out there, you need to get a tax advisor early. 
people start start a business and they say I'm gonna be an entrepreneur I'm gonna bake cupcakes I'm gonna start this I'm gonna do that and then people give you all the bad advice of what you can write off and what you can't write off am I right right and then you you file and the first year you say oh this was great and then you do it again make the same you do what you think you did right the first time the second year and it's great and the third year you come by next thing you know it's what IRS audit and then they end up calling experts like yourself to try to help them figure out what they did wrong. Right, which yeah. brings, you just made a good point because in most instances, you know, we don't know that IRS actually has three years to audit your return. Well, first of all, it's critical to keep records and it's critical to have a system to keep records. You raised an interesting point where- yeah. You can hire your kids? You can hire your kids. Now, right. how much, you know, what, okay. So, now, well, a lot of times- this, kids. I know I got people with kids and they're gonna be calling us and texting us. They're probably gonna be, they might do it right now. Say, hey, I can hire my kids. What does that mean? Walk us through how you could legally hire your kids. Well, this is what a lot of, this is part of why I'm such an advocate for having a business is because you can do a lot more strategizing when you have a business than when you're just a W-2 employee. Now, even if you are a W-2 employee, you know, I think it's still good to kind of have probably a business on the side, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have the money in order to do that, right? Nope. You got to make the money, right? Okay, but let's, let's walk through that. Okay. Now, you have a, this is, hey, you guys are getting free advice here today, man. You know, you, you know, she's an expert. She gets paid for this stuff. But, you know, it's always real talk, so we're going to keep it real. All right. If I have a, uh, two children and I can pay them up to 12000 Mm -hmm. Let's say one's 14. Do they have to be uh, 18 years old or older, or can they be 14? Or can they be 10? Can they be what ages? Do so they have you to can be? actually pay them. So anytime when you're talking about kids, the IRS is going to look to see whether or not it's a reasonable compensation. That's a lot of what they do when people are business owners. Even you, as an owner, let's say of an S corp or a C corp, IRS wants to see that whatever your job description is, it matches your pay scale. Right, right. So, so, so that's example, the first thing you're gonna so look at. So you have a 16 year old kid, right. or 15 year old, 14 or 13 year old, and you pay them you know, $500 a month to come to your office, because it's per month, there's 31 days in a month. So mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's you know, pretty reasonable. And they come part-time and they, they're filing, or maybe they are you know, in the vehicle with you doing some outside work. Right. Um, and you're paying them, I don't know, $30 an hour, $20 an hour, whatever you pay them, then that's a legitimate. Is it legitimate right expense? Right. Or we have kids that are, what, social media savvy. This is what this I is, said. So I want to go like, back to that, right? Because like, we got yeah, people, like yeah, my I, daughter, Raggedy Royal, gave her a plug, Raggedy Royal Instagram. You know, she has 66,000 followers, wow. right? So she's an expert at what she does, right? And in order to get that type of ex that service, you're gonna pay, you know, five, ten thousand dollars a month for that. Right. So is that a is that something that could be considered a, a, <laughs> a write off? I mean, I mean not a write off, but I'm paying her. So let me give you an example. I was meeting with a, a client, and uh, she had just started a business, and she came in for a consultation, and she was just sharing with me how she. Um, was really having problems with cash flow. She also was a single mother and her son was in college and he was, um, she was giving him a monthly allowance of like $500 a month. An allowance which is not deductible 
why don't you hire him as an employee to be your marketing person? And then what you will do is you'll actually shift twelve thousand, at least twelve thousand dollars to him. You can pay him more, but twelve thousand dollars is just the cap so that he doesn't have to file a tax return. Right. Right. So, so, so that's that's a. Let me never interrupt you, but it's, I had, had to stop real quick because this is just a, a great segment. You can pay your child. That actually does the quality work, and we all know these social media savvies. They they yeah. got it. They got it. Yeah. Right? And, they're, and they're worth twelve thousand dollars a year, right. easy, right? Right. To be able to be able to pay, and they can be fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, because they just have to be able to do the work, mm -hmm. right? And as right. long as they do the work, they get paid. Now, if they're fourteen or thirteen and they do not have, uh, because you can't get a bank account at thirteen or fourteen, how do you? Can you just do you? How does that work? So. Okay, so I'm not familiar that they can't get a bank account. Oh, can they, okay, oh, I didn't. Do, I, I didn't know. Can you? Well, I guess you have to be on like maybe your it's a UTMA like account. What's that? The a custodial account. A custodial account. Okay. Yeah, you probably. Okay. I mean, I know you could. I definitely know you can set up a custodial account, but you just want to treat it just like you treat any other employee, right? If you're paying them, then they should no, be I'm on saying, payroll. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. How does how does that how does that work? If I'm paying my child, and I'm writing them a check to their name and then they take that check and they put it into an account right right and it's a, a custodial account anyway they can figure it out talk to you right talk, talk to, to the bank talk because to the bank, they figure only, it out right from you know a lot of times we look at this from the the tax perspective and the legal perspective the law says that important. you can hire your child the tax law um, shows how advantageous it is so anybody that has a business is absolutely, you know, a lot of the things that we talk about when we strategize with clients. So, mm. and the good thing is just make sure you keep good records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep good records. Good records. Just, yeah. just, and, and, I mean, it really is. Uh, yeah. What you call it? So, well, hey, I, I did this, and I, I no, keep good records. Get a great tax tax attorney that can walk you through the process. You see her. You see her information is on the screen. Her numbers on the screen. You can always, you know, give her a call, send her email. But just in that example, go back to that, just in that example, okay. right then and there, she lowered her taxable income by $12,000, right? Well, she yes. always had it. it, she just didn't know how to structure she it correctly. She didn't know how to, you know how to structure right. it correctly. Well, though, that's a great tip right there. I mean, yeah. I think you just gave uh, our audience and our listeners uh, just a great nugget. Off the, I didn't know it was twelve thousand. I, I thought it was five or four. I, I wasn't sure what it was. So that, well, that was prior to the me. new tax law, it was probably about um, maybe about four thousand, a little under five thousand dollars. So you're correct. But when the 2017 uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act hit, then that was one of the changes that was made. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll be right back. We're going to talk a little bit about that 2017 tax law and. Jobs Act. We're gonna have to go a little bit more detail. We're here with the one and only Beverly Winstead. Hey, one of the best tax attorneys out there in the region. See your name on the screen. We'll be right back. It's always real talk. Welcome back. We're here with the one and only Beverly Winstead, and she is one of the top tax attorneys. In the region now Beverly we left we wanted to talk about the tax cut and jobs act that was passed at the end of 2017 and I just wanted to get what are some of the um, provisions in that that impact individuals and business owners okay so let's just start with individuals one of the main things that impacted in particular people in this Washington DC area or real estate taxes then you're only allowed to take ten thousand dollars and how about the businesses businesses Businesses, you know, 
the the business rates change because you had the higher tax rate. Now, um, the lower tax rate C corps are something that we are really kind of if it makes sense to push a client toward a C corp, then it's something that I'm certainly going to say, hey, you should be a C corp or you should be a LLC taxed as a C corp. And not only do we look at the fact that it's a lower tax rate, the other thing we're going to look at is whether or not you really have the cash flow to be a C-Corp. So it's not as easy as, hey, if somebody is listening to this, oh, Attorney Winston says be a C-Corp. No, there's still other factors that we go into. And um, based upon the other factors, we make the recommendation to so be a C-Corp. So one thing about it is if, in fact, you have listeners that are out there and you're thinking about um, a C-Corp or you're thinking about S-Corp and you just heard what you said, first thing you need to pick up the phone and you need to give Beverly Winston a call so she can properly analyze your current situation right, right. to make sure that see what actually fits what's right. best for you. Is that right? Right, absolutely. So, absolutely. so, so all, always do that. So don't, don't be jumping and say, oh, I heard we should do this. Yeah, always real yeah, talk. Yeah, so yeah. Do. Always no, say we, that. That's we, the legal we, disclaimer we, as an attorney. This is general advice, right? So you, because you can get some good nuggets, but to make sure this proper, because some things could work, some things can't work. I know in the past people are saying stay away from the C-Corp. Now people are saying it depends on how you're structured, what you're doing, what right. your revenue is. It's, it might be, you know. Uh, it might be the right decision, the right decision for you to be a C-Corp. That. So that's how the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act changed for the C-Corp. When it comes down to the flow-through entities, flow-through entities meaning about that is that, and this is just generally speaking, that now you get a 20 percent deduction you can you you may qualify for a 20 percent deduction versus before before all your income had to be reported right. so it's called qualified business income right and so if you're typically in some type of consulting business um, you should be able to get an additional 20 percent off of whatever your income is as the deduction as a deduction now um, there's new leadership at the IRS, as you, yeah. you I, know, yeah. I know you pay attention to that. Yeah. Some yeah. people pay attention, some people yeah. don't, until, of course, they say, well, why do I got to pay so much? Then they're mad at the leadership. Well, give me your thoughts on the new leadership that we currently have there at the IRS, and do you see a, a big change in terms of how they will operate internally from this leadership? So I'll say this. I've met Commissioner Reddick uh, a couple of times. He often says that our people perish because of a lack of knowledge, right? And so one of the things that I encourage people is that now it's not the time to sit back and wait. Now is the time to really be proactive because IRS has already said that they are going to be about enforcement. So what does enforcement look like? Right? Yeah, what is, what is enforcement? Because yeah. I know a lot of people that have gone through audits. More people I know have been through audits over the last, you know, two, two three years, yeah. especially last year. Right. Um, so is that, and this is, a, once again, this is a part of That's the part directions of, of what the IRS is, is looking for. So I'm going to advise folks, if you have a business, if you don't have a business, you don't have a tax advisor, give Beverly a call because he really should have, and if it's not Beverly, it should be someone. You right. should be sitting down talking to someone. We already heard, right? We've already heard enforcement is the issue. Right. Right? That's, so that's the policy. We're going to be enforcing stuff. Is it enforcing stuff. So enforcement means that um, IRS is looking to see whether or not you properly um, reporting your income and your deductions. If not, then they're going to pull your return for an audit. The other big you know, a lot of people don't do things because they feel overwhelmed because they've let the situation go on for too long. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, you know, if you come in and you talk to someone, 
and someone who actually has the expertise, then, you know, it may not be as bad as what you think. I, but the, the objective is to sit down and talk yeah, to someone. Yeah, just sit down and talk. Right? If, you, if you get behind, you haven't filed, talk to someone because you, we just heard enforcement is one of the key, yeah. you know, they've hired more revenue officers, right, which means they're coming to get your money. They're your money. They're coming yeah. to get it. Yeah. They got a lot more people they hired to come get it. So you need to sit down and talk to someone that's going to give you some advice, the best advice, to kind of help you deal with this situation because, you know, as we say, oh, it's cloudy outside, and you knew it was cloudy, and you didn't bring an umbrella, and they told you it was going to rain. Well, it's going to rain. If you haven't filed your taxes, if you owe the IRS, I think you uh, kind of laid it out there on the line. So let me ask you a question. They, everyone's talking about this new policy, this new tax law that's taking place. In your dealings with your clients, has this been something that's been beneficial to people, or is this something that is really costing the average taxpayer more money? Okay, so I have a, you said I average did. taxpayer, I, I, right? Because I, I, I have a wide array okay, of clients. Well, well, okay. So the higher income earners, sometimes, if they don't have, like, uh, kids, because I think... When we talk about this was the bill, well, when Congress touts that this was the bill for the middle class, it was the bill for middle class that had children. Okay. Because in the past, prior to the 2017 uh, tax law, if you were capped and couldn't claim certain deductions like the child tax credit, if your income was $110,000 or less, like a lot of people in this area, if make you that make, that, make that kind of money, you know, right. particularly if you're in a two-income household, then you... Chances are you're definitely over the 110 threshold. You think the tax, new tax laws actually worked out well? I think in some areas, <laughs> but it goes back to if you're a working class family and you pay real estate taxes and have a large amount of state taxes being withheld from your W-2, then you're still capped at the $10,000, which you can claim as a deduction. The credit definitely has is the better deduction gives you more bang for your buck mm -hmm. than just a deduction so i think people that definitely have families are experiencing some of the advantages of the new tax law but if you are a high income earner and um single and single you know, no I, kids no kids you know but, 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 people get slammed so so know. but i mean because the reason because i keep hearing that the only people that are benefiting from the tax law are people that are just super rich and the rich are benefiting, and working-class families are not benefiting. That, that's, that's what we, you, you kind of hear, depending on what station you, you're looking at or what news channel or media outlets out there. Well, and they're benefiting because they have the C-Corps. But that, <laughs> they, 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 they have, have the businesses and they have the C-Corps. Right. But, but what you're saying is that if, in fact, you have a C-Corp, you're benefiting because you got a C-Corp. Mm -hmm. If you are a working-class family, you're benefiting because you got a family and you mm -hmm. got deductions, right? Right. The people that aren't benefiting are those, you know, high earners that don't have any kids and family. That's not a C corp, right? Right. That's right. You, you know, you, right. it gets well, confusing on the message, and because you deal with this every day, because you're the expert, because you're one of the best tax experts in the, in, the, in the city, in the city, and in the region, I wanted to hear it directly from you. Like, I uh, thank you for laying that out for us. Yeah. So, I mean, the tax, in my opinion, the tax bill was actually a, a rush job. Right. Right. And IRS said, absolutely not. This is not, there's no workaround. Like, I know New York, I think, was uh, one of the states that said, okay, look, we're going to let you donate 
to a charitable fund and then you take the charitable fund and you're gonna take it as a tax deduction on your tax right. return. And the IRS is like, oh, absolutely not. You know? So they're letting people know yeah. we are about enforcement and we're gonna look at this and you're gonna get audited. So you may as well not even promote this to your the, the residents of your state. And uh, the state backed off. Now, right? This is a, this is the third time you said the IRS has said that we are about Enforcement. 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 And I just want to stress that to, to our listeners and yeah. to our viewers. Yeah, yeah. Not only the civil division, but IRS has. Again, uh, find great representation. Find people you can talk to if, in fact, you know you may be in that category. When we talk about um, it may not be as serious as what people think, so they shouldn't be afraid. They should just probably come on in and talk to someone. It's, I had a situation I know where a client, actually IRS had levied about $40,000 out of her bank account. I would say probably about six months, so we got it sorted back. She did get her $40,000 back from IRS. Okay, she's got her money back. Yeah, yeah. but when she came, and the reason why I say you, sh you, sh you probably you shouldn't fear it, because even though you don't understand the tax law, you want to work with somebody that does understand the tax law. Because whereas, like, you know, IRS was saying that she owed, Two hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, no, she doesn't. Right, and and that's once again, that's why it's important to reach out, get a tax expert, get a tax attorney, get someone that can help you. Even if, in fact, you know, you feel squeezed, you, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Reach out because you never know, you know, what what can transpire. She's forty thousand dollars back to her account. Right, She's probably right. able to sleep better right, at night. Right, right, uh, right. At all because of something that she just didn't realize that she, she didn't realize and, and at that time and this is why I say like, you know, when you come to, to me, like I'm not gonna judge you for not following her tax return. You know Wednesday. Hey, expert tax attorney.